Charging down the ice. He's got a stick. He's in. Backhand. One year, one and a half year here. Uh, get me more confidence. For sure, I'm stronger and faster. And I feel like I'm growing up for person and player a lot. Feels like I'm like ready to get the new step for the NHL. Now they gave it across the dry Scores! 100 points for Leon! So we can learn from what we went through and everyone's pissed off about it. I think that's the best way to describe it but there's a taste in everyone's mouth that's very um you know the norm like we need to find a way to to not have that taste and, and we've had it four out of five years here so we know we need to be better well hello hello welcome to the locked on orders podcast for this thursday may 13th i'm your host hernan salas from tsn 1216 the two guys in a goalie podcast hit me up on twitter at hernan the man and at locked on oilers uh, this episode is brought to you by rock auto amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you all right guys today we'll be joined by rob conway from sirius xm nhls we'll go around the nhl and tee up the uh the good old uh, playoffs we'll get to who's sizzling who's fizzling game cliche the Edmonton Oilers are coming off a 4-3 win uh, not much to report here uh, 4-3 win again Dominic Cahoon the OT winner he started with dry sidle Dave Tippett said he just played a hunch and it worked out <laughs> definitely a, a good call there dry sidle scores his first against the Montreal Canadiens this season and they pick up another win and more importantly the playoff schedule is out guys I'll give it to you right now Oilers Jets kick off next Wednesday 7 o'clock from Rogers Place followed by game two on Friday once again at seven o'clock then they'll play a back-to-back set Sunday and Monday uh, with times to be determined uh, followed by if necessary Wednesday Friday and Sunday so the orders kick off things next Wednesday May 19th at seven o'clock all right all right all right man it's good to be talking playoff hockey seven game series is going to be outstanding so yes next Wednesday get your beer get your appies uh, and let's Let's uh, come together and enjoy an Oilers playoff run here. I sent out a tweet last night and it took off like, holy smokes, no one's business. Tyson Berry. And and I don't want to go on a rant or anything like that. Tyson Berry leads all NHL in scoring. The Oilers are in second place. They're going to the playoffs. They're playing great hockey. And we're always downplaying everything. Listen. Tyson Berry, his whole career has never been great in his own zone. We know that. It's not a secret. The Edmonton Oilers didn't go out and get him for that. They brought him in to be offensive, to put up numbers, to be a power play specialist, to play in their top four. Check, check, check. He's done all that. 48 points. He's on the number one power play unit. Yeah, I know last year they were one two without him, but don't tell me it's he, he doesn't add to it. He sure does. He's got a nice shot from the point, something we didn't see in the past from anyone else. But we keep bringing up his defensive play. Why? He's not a defensive defenseman. He's not a stay-at-home. He's not Drew Doughty. He's not Victor Hedman. He's brought here for his offense, and it's paid off. Why are we complaining about his defensive play? Yes, has he been terrible, though? Does he have his, his whiffs? Why? 
100% he does. So do a lot of other defensemen on the Oilers. He does have his whiffs. He's not the best. Yes, he has his moments, but he hasn't been like, oh my God, we got to get this guy off the ice. And yes, I understand why he's playing with Darnell Nurse, the best all-around defenseman on the team. It makes sense because his own zone play is not his strong suit. Why do we keep bringing that up? He was brought here for offense. He has delivered. He's had the perfect season. He bet on himself on a one-year deal, took less money, and he's winning that bet. Why are we complaining? Now, I said, yeah, I'd bring him back, but it's got to make sense. Term, dollars. I, I'm not even comfortable paying him over like, close to five. Term for me is more important. I wouldn't sign him to a four, five, six-year deal, but that's what he wants because he's 29 years old. I would sign him if it made sense term and dollar amount. I'm not saying here, break the bank and sign them long-term like everybody's suggesting I am. No, I'm not that dumb. I get it. Secondly, to think that Evan Bouchard is going to come in and do what Tyson Berry does based off what the smallest of sample sizes we've seen. I like Bouchard. I think his passing is elite, but is he uh, a great guy in his own zone right now? I, I don't even know that. From what I've seen, he's okay. And you're gonna, he's such an unknown. Like, is he going to put up very numbers in his career? Who the hell knows? Don't base it off, what, 13 games? It's not a shot at Evan Bouchard. He's going to be a part of this team, yes. But to think that next year he's going to come in and play top pairing, you're out of your mind. And stop with the, well, Kale McCarr did it. Kale McCarr is elite. He's a number one defenseman. He's a Victor Hedman. He's a Drew Doughty. Those guys are special. Evan Bouchard, can he be good? Can he be great? Probably, but he's not Kale McCarr. So stop with that. And the analytics thrown at me yesterday, like, I get it. Tyson Berry's strong suit is not his defensive play, but he wasn't brought here for that. So why can't we just enjoy what he's done? You Oilers, you have the top scoring forward and the top scoring defenseman, and we're complaining. We're going to, the Oilers are going to the playoff. Can they go on a run? Hell yeah. Is Tyson Berry a part of that? Hell yeah. Like, come on, people. Like, it's it's okay to be happy. Don't have to point out every shortcomings of every damn player on the squad. Tyson Berry came here to Edmonton to do exactly what he's done. Put up numbers and be a power play special. At the end, what am I getting at? If, if the dollars and the term makes sense, you have to have that conversation. I'm not saying you have to do it, but you have to have that conversation. This team is in win mode now. Tyson Berry moves the needle a lot more than bringing in a young defenseman. That's my opinion. If, if, if he wants more than $5 million, then you walk away, whatever. I'll always enjoy what Tyson Berry did for the Oilers in one season. I'm not going to sit here and hate because he, he he's not good defensively. Yeah, no shit. He never has been. That's not why he's here. And secondly, like I just said, I'm going to enjoy it, man. I'm going to enjoy it. Oilers have a hell of a team. They're playing good hockey. They've had great performances from a lot of players. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick at everything they do. That's it. Let me know what you think of Tyson Berry. I just uh, wanted to give that out because uh, according to everybody on Twitter, I want to break the bank on him and it's nothing like that but let's just enjoy it all fans please just enjoy him please <laughs> coming up next rob conway's will go around the nhl as the playoff schedule is out and uh, we're ready to go saturday it all gets going rob conway from sirius xm nhl next on the locked on orders podcast with hernan salas investing can be complicated but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years wealthfront makes it easy they have the right tools for every portfolio Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets 
and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL to get your first 5,000 managed for free for life. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. As I now welcome in Rob Conway from Sirius XM NHL. You can connect with him on Twitter at Rob D Conway. Rob, uh, good to have you on the show. Uh, first time uh, chatting with you. How are you doing out there in Toronto? I'm doing well. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate Playoff matchups are set. We got schedules out today. Everything's uh, ready to roll here for next week. Well, it gets going on Saturday, but for the North Division, not till next week. Uh, for, I just want to start off uh, your thoughts on just the season as a whole. I mean, it was um, it, with the divisions, the North Division, uh, COVID times. We saw a lot of COVID stoppages for certain teams, the worst one being in Vancouver. But overall, what did you make of the NHL season, uh, Rob? You know, I thought it was you know pretty well done uh, for the expectations of... Uh, of what you're going to be able to get into a 56 game season uh, with COVID, with the border issue, uh, having obviously seven Canadian teams different than Major League Baseball or the NBA, and 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 going with that North Division, I thought that was a great idea. I think it, it worked out well, um, in the sense that uh, it gave a lot of fans up here in Canada an opportunity to really focus on on teams that maybe they don't otherwise get to. Obviously we talk about hockey so much here in this country and we worry about Canadian hockey, but you know, if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan or a Calgary fan, obviously you, you guys know each other back and forth. Like there's no tomorrow, but uh, do you see a lot of Ottawa at Toronto, Montreal? So, uh, you know, it's nice uh, for that. I thought that was really exciting with the COVID situations. I think everything was handled pretty well uh, as well as uh, can be and what, what could be expected in a season where there was no, you know, book or rule book on how things were going to go. I thought everything went pretty well. Would you, here in Edmonton, a lot of, of the radio people, the media people say, would you want to see more of, of kind of North Division matchups or are you ready to go back to a regular schedule where you get to see every team? You know, I think that question might be answered in the playoffs. And the reason I say that is because, you know, I really enjoyed the Canadian division. I'd love to see uh, more times that we're you know you're going to have Canadian teams playing each other but we'll see you know if the if the division was as strong as it was or as not as strong as it was once we get into the final four because I think you do need to get the idea of playing every team in the NHL at least once and spread that around a bit more uh just from a of your standpoint and a comfort level getting to see other teams and 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 feeling a little bit more of an even competitive schedule uh but I would like to see more of it I think it's it's great for hockey in Canada, I mean, look, we don't need to boost anything in Canada when it comes to hockey, but uh, it, it's nice to see these teams a bit more than, than than we usually got to out here on the East Coast, seeing some of those West Coast teams more. Yeah, the playoffs are set, Rob, and uh, we're just waiting for Colorado's game tonight. If they win, they'll jump into first. Give me one of uh, one of each here. Uh, your biggest surprise uh, of the season in terms of uh, which team and biggest disappointment? Yeah, I mean, I guess my biggest surprise would probably be Montreal. I didn't have them as a playoff team. I, I thought that they, 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 they made some nice moves in the off season, certainly, you know, getting Josh Anderson and, and Tyler Toffoli and, 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 and even Jake Allen, I was questioning that decision by Mark Bergerman, but just because of the amount of money and uh, that's been a huge piece. They're not a playoff team without him. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was a massive surprise uh, because if you look at that division, you know, uh, Calgary, and Vancouver, I thought, had a good chance of making the playoffs uh, ahead of Montreal. But they were always a fringe team, so it wasn't a huge surprise. Not a, a ton of huge, huge jump-ups to me. I think 
how well Florida has uh, played, I think was a big surprise to me as well as Minnesota. Um, you know, my biggest disappointment, I think coming into the season, I, I thought the Rangers would have been a bit of a better team, uh, but I think it was just their start. You, you could see during the second half of the season uh, how good that team was. I, I thought there was a chance that they could make the playoffs in a really tough East division. In the end, are they better than Pittsburgh, Washington, Boston, or the Islanders? Probably not yet, but I thought they would have been a little bit closer than 11 points to the playoffs. Uh, just the way that they finished the season last year. And, you know, obviously they've had tons of changes now. Had coaches gone, GM, president. Um, we'll see how that really affects it. I thought they did a great job over the last couple of years. I was surprised by those moves. Um, I did think they'd be a little bit better. I think the, the Tony D'Angelo situation at the beginning of the season um, might have slowed things down um, just off the ice. And then uh, you saw how good this team could be there in the second half. But that would be my biggest disappointment, but not a huge one um, because in the end, they were in and around where I thought they would be. I just thought they might be a little bit closer, if not. In the- Let's look at the North Division playoff matchups. You got Toronto taking on Montreal, the one and four, and then Edmonton will kick off at home as they take on the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, obviously, it's locked on Oilers podcast. So we'll start here in Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg, seven yeah. uh, two in the season series. Won the last six games. At least for me, I, I don't put too much stock uh, once you head into the playoffs on the season series. But how do you see uh, Jets Oilers shaping up here, Rob? Yeah, I mean, if you ask me this question you know six weeks ago uh i probably would have had a different answer and maybe even a month ago um just because i thought winnipeg were the most consistent team in this division i thought that you know of all the teams everyone kind of had a a streak there where things looked kind of ugly but winnipeg didn't and here we are now at the end of the season and they have been they have not played well sloppy hockey poor hockey um you know I, i think the edmonton oilers they don't have the perfect team for the playoffs. And the reason for that is they don't have tons of length in the lineup. Obviously you have two of the best players in the NHL, the best player in the NHL, hands down and, and a top five player in, in McDavid and dry But after that, uh, you know, there are a few holes. And, and so for the playoff hockey, you know, that makes it tough because it's, if they decide to go with dry and McDavid on one line or, or for a majority of a game playing them together, then he really only had to shut down one line. Having said that, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has had a nice season. Puyarvi's had a nice season. Kyle Yamamoto. It's just they don't have quite the offensive production from those guys, I think, if you have just McDavid and Drysdale going. I still think they're going to win this series. I still think they're going to be, you know, on to the second round just because of the way Winnipeg's playing. Uh, The only difference, you know, or the only thing about Winnipeg, really, that is their saving grace is they have the best goaltender in the division. And if he steals a couple games, you never know. But I just the way that, that, that Connor McDavid's playing right now and Leon Dreisaitl, even Tyson Berry's having you know fantastic season. Uh, if they get decent goaltending from Mike Smith, I think uh, I think they'll be able to cruise through that first round. Well, where do you see the the advantage for the Oilers? I, I know yesterday one of the talk shows here, they're talking about Connor Hellebuck, Mike Smith matchup. Now this year, uh, in terms of numbers, it's pretty close. Mike Smith's been outstanding. On reputation, obviously Connor Hellebuck's going to win there because he's <laughs> he's coming off yeah. a, a fantastic season. Uh, and, and you mentioned Connor McDavid, obviously, and Leon Dreisaitl are always going to give you a chance. But is it as simple as saying that it's, when you look at Winnipeg's decor, there, there's a bit of an advantage there for Edmonton? Uh, I, I- I mean, I think there is. I don't know if it's as simple as that. I mean, definitely, if you look at just their top end guys, you know, you have Barry and Nurse. And and I think that, you know, Darnell Nurse has had an unbelievable season this year. Uh, been one of the bigger surprises, I think, on this Edmonton team, maybe other than Mike Smith. Um, just a fantastic player. 
Uh, he, he's going to be great in the playoffs, I think. Just his attitude and, you know, he, his ability to be a little gritty as well. And, you know, you need that. Uh, this Edmonton te- or sorry, this Winnipeg team is going to be heavy to play against. Uh, even their stars play that way, you know, and a Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley, you know, those guys, you, you know, you're, you're going to have to go to war with them. And he's a perfect example of that. Uh, you know, I, I do like uh, those two players, but again, it, it's kind of the same thing. Um, after that, it's a little bit lighter for Edmonton uh, on the back end, uh, but it certainly is better than Winnipeg. That's for sure. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Calm. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. So the other series is going to be Toronto-Montreal. Uh, I mean, Montreal's dealing with some injuries. Uh, Duran has left the team for personal reasons. Carey Price hopes to be ready for the playoffs. Toronto just got Freddie Anderson back. I mean, Austin Matthews, uh, you want to talk about great seasons. He was right up there uh, with the 40 goals. Um, how you? Uh, this one's interesting. Is Toronto finally going to get over that first-round hump here, Rob? Well, look, for a guy who grew up in Toronto uh, <laughs> and has watched a lot of Maple Leaf hockey, there's nothing that instills confidence in in in, in myself. Uh, for this okay. team having said that if this game was if this game was played only or this series sorry was only played on paper and uh there was no history of the toronto Maple police they'd win in four or five games they are much the better team um they do have an issue in net but i don't even think it's a bad issue because you know there's a question in net, but i think you can be confident certainly with jack campbell i think he'll get the start in game one uh they have some injury stuff with felino and and, and such hyman as well but they have way more talent than Montreal. Having yeah. said that, it's always been the Leafs can't get out of the first round, uh, first round of the playoffs. And when Austin Matthews was first drafted and then they got into that first round against Washington, it was kind of projecting the collapse from Boston onto this team. And I was somebody who would say, you know, none of those guys were even on the team, not none of them, but most of those guys weren't even on the team. It, it's not the same. But now they've lost to Boston twice in a row. And if you want to count last year's playoffs as a playoff series, technically, I suppose it wasn't. But against Columbus, that's four times now for this group and this core. Uh, I think they're the best team. Well, I know they're the best team, you know, on paper. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I I, I mean, I have the belief if you ask me who's going to win that series, I think Toronto will win in five. I think in the end, there's just too much there. But uh, if it gets because that question mark and net and if, you do start with Jack Campbell and he, and he doesn't have a great first game and, mm-hmm. and now they're down one, nothing in the series. And do they go to Freddie? And then if they go to Freddie Anderson, what happens there? Who knows? I mean, there's many a storyline that can happen for the Toronto Maple Leafs to figure out a way to not win this series. But I, I think, 
I think that they're the best team and they should be. If that goaltending is going to be interesting how they handle that and, and see how uh, who starts. And if, if it, I agree with you. I think Jack Campbell is going to be the game one starter. And um, yeah, we'll go from there and see what happens here with this uh, Montreal team as well. Uh, we'll see if they can uh, pick up more than that one win. So you're predicting Edmonton and Toronto, and that'd be a hell of a second round matchup. Or yeah. Just looking at uh, the, all the other playoff teams, there's one team that stands out for me. Listen, they're in tough because they're either going to get Colorado or Vegas. And I'm talking about the Minnesota Wild, but uh, the the season for Kaprasov was just outstanding. This team is actually fun to watch this year. And we haven't been able to say that for a long, long time with the Minnesota Wild, but I, I think they're going to give uh, a headache to whether it's the Avs or the Golden Knights. I just like the, 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 the uh, their pedigree. I like how they just keep coming. They're, they're never out of a game. I'm so excited to see their Russian stud uh, get going here in the playoffs. You know, coming into the year, I thought this team had a chance of being in last place. I, the contracts that they have with players, you know, I didn't think there was much there. And they got that infusion from Kaprizov, and he's been unbelievable um, for this team. You're right. They are fun to watch. What they do as well is they play really smart hockey. They're, they're one of the few teams in the NA, or in the playoffs this year, and I kind of lumped them in with the Islanders and Hurricanes, that they play – I don't want to say the right way because it's so cliche or smart hockey, but they, they just, they don't make a lot of mistakes and, 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 you know, they make the, the decision, uh, the easy decision and, and the right play when they, when they, when they have the puck in their own zone, uh, you have to score on every opportunity that you get because you're not going to get many against them. Uh, and then of course, one thing I think they didn't have, but now that they, now I think they have a bit more of is the ability to counter uh, that, you know, yeah. with the, with the Caprizov and Zuccarello, uh, Eric Sinek, whoever you want to go out through down the stretch, they have a bit more of that pop offensively. I mean, they've always kind of played this defensive style of hockey, smart hockey that way. And it's great for the playoffs because that's how games are won and lost. I think by making those right decisions and not making a, a, a bad turnover because the games are so close. Um, but they have that, that, that firepower. And I think, I think Kaprizov coming in and Kakinen too. I mean, look, we can't, we can't even uh, forget about him. You know, there was a point in the season, they've kind of ridden Talbot now, but there was a point in the season where, I thought there was an argument between Kakinen or Kaprizov who would be the, the Calder Trophy winner just on that team. And uh, and so he, he gave them a lot of life early as well. Um, so, yeah, I just think that they're going to be in tough in this division. You're absolutely right. In the end, they're going to have to play maybe both uh, Colorado and Vegas to try and get through. And uh, if, if the series work out where the favorite, you know, if the favorite wins the other series. So it's going to be a hard, a hard, two series for them to get out of but they're certainly going they're going to be tough games they're, because they're, they're not going to get blown out i mean i say that no. and they lost four nothing last last night but i mean it was a meaningless <laughs> game for them yeah. but uh they're not they're not going to get blown out of games so you're going to have to work full, a full 60 minutes probably in all four of your wins to get through and uh and so it'll be it'll be fun to see them play and um uh hopefully i mean for for being a fan of the game and everything hopefully vegas and colorado play in that second round but but Minnesota will be a tough out in the first round for sure. Outside of the North Division, uh, Rob uh, Rob Conway joining me here from Sirius XM NHL. Is Tampa Bay, Florida, the the most intriguing matchup? Is that the one we're going to be tuning in the most down in the U.S.? Yeah, I think so, man. I mean, that, yeah. that, the, the last couple of games that they played were great, uh, chippy, yeah. fines, ten minute majors. I mean, who would have thought that you would have been saying that about two teams from Florida? Uh, you know, this is what the NHL has wanted for a long time. And I think it's great. Hopefully the, you can get some, you know, I know there's fans already there, but as packed a barn as you possibly can for that series, because it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And I think, I mean, Tampa Bay losing those last two games to Florida, they're this defending Stanley Cup champions. They don't care. Um, 
you don't like to get pushed around. You don't like to lose. You don't like to see your goaltender Vasilevsky you give up a bunch to a team you're playing in the playoffs. But in the end, you got to beat the champ to be the champ. And, 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 and that's their model, I'm sure. But for Florida, I think that was a huge statement. They, they have maybe you know, the little brother syndrome sort of thing to Tampa Bay. And they wanted to go out and say, look, we're probably playing you in the first round. We want to show you uh, that it's not going to be a walkover. And, and they were, they were fantastic. I think they have a great lineup. Um, you know, obviously I think Sasha Barkov is one of the most under underrated players of the NHL, Jonathan Huberdeau as well. Great player, uh, obviously missing Aaron Ekblad. Um, but we'll see what they decide to do in net. Bobrovsky has been better this year. Dreger's obviously been great. Um, I think a lot of teams are going to have questions like that in net. So that's not a huge worry for me, but in the end, Tampa Bay has two players coming back, uh, in Kucherov and Stamkos that, that at some point will be in that lineup likely. <laughs> and they have the best, which is a nice addition, of course. And then, uh, you know, they have the best defenseman, I think, and the best goaltender in the NHL. So it's going to be a great series. I'm really looking forward to that one for sure. I think it's going to be the best series of the first round. Having said that, probably four nothing for one team or the other. But, uh, you know, yeah. I think I think other than the East, the East is going to have two great first round matchups in, in Pittsburgh and, and the Islanders in Washington and Boston. But I am really excited about that battle of Florida. It's early. So we still have some regular season games to go through, but who is your uh, favorite right now for the uh, good old Stanley Cup? I picked I, I picked Toronto to win the Stanley Cup at the beginning of the year, and the reason I did that was not because I thought they were the best team. I thought they had the easiest route to the Final Four. Okay. And, yeah. and, and the reason I say that is, you know, if they play Edmonton or Winnipeg in the second round, I don't think, assuming the favorites win, of course it was upset, so who knows at this point, but sitting all the way back, you know, more than likely Carolina, Florida, and Tampa Bay are going to have to play each other in the second round. You know, Colorado and Vegas, they probably have to play each other in the second round, and whoever you get in the East out of those four teams is going to be a battle. I think, and this it goes for Edmonton too if they win, I think you wouldn't have an easier team to play than Toronto or Edmonton in the second round. And it's hard to say that because they haven't played any other division. I just think that the style of play, uh, it's going to be a fun series, a great series. And I'm not even saying that they're the weaker of the rest of the team. I just don't see it being as much of a battle as you're going to get from these other second round matchups. So I think that that's kind of why I picked Toronto. I thought they'd win the division. I thought they'd be the best team and I thought they'd get through to the final four. And that was kind of the, once you get to there, it's not a crapshoot. I mean, you still got to win two series against two great teams, but I think they should be in that final force. So now you're, you're halfway there. And, and so if you had to pick a team, regardless of what I think the best team in the NHL is that should win the Stanley Cup, it's the Colorado Avalanche. That team is unbelievable. It is so deep. We got off to a rough start. I think, I mean, they still might win the president's trophy, but I think they would have won it going away um, if they didn't have that kind of injury stretch where a bunch of their young defensemen were out in the COVID you know, uh, situation. Philippe Grubauer at the beginning of the year, I, I, I remember saying, I, I can't believe Joe Saka couldn't figure out a way to get a goaltender there for this team. He's proven me wrong hundred percent. He's been absolutely a stud for them uh, when healthy, if he stays healthy throughout the playoffs, I think this team should win the Stanley cup. It's just, it's going to be a tough road if they got to go through Vegas in the second round. Yeah, I'm with you. It's uh, it's uh, and I mean, actually, Colorado. sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I was going to, I was going to ask you this. Would you rather play St. Louis or Minnesota in the first round? Like, do you win tonight or, or not? I mean, I, I kind of feel the way St. Louis is playing. I might want to play Minnesota and, and, and not win tonight if I'm Colorado. 
Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I mean, St. Louis has come on as of late. Uh, they they were they weren't too good uh, throughout the season, but they're there and they're going to be in the playoffs. And Minnesota, like you said earlier, is just a team that just comes at you. They play smart hockey. They got good goaltending. So yeah, I'd pick your poison. I guess I yeah. I don't know which team I would. I'd probably go with the Blues still, but um, we'll see tonight. Rob, this has been great. Um, I always chat with your buddy there on Series XM NHL, Jonathan Davis, who's um, you know, brings the good stuff as well. But Rob. Thank you for taking the time uh, to join me on the Locked On Oilers podcast. Enjoy the playoffs. And uh, if it's Edmonton, Toronto in the second round, uh, I'll have you on once again. And we'll tee up that series, which would be absolutely great. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do it. Uh, thanks very much. Really appreciate you having me on. Big shout out once again to Rob Conway from SiriusXM NHL. Joining me here to kind of talk everything uh, NHL playoffs as uh, we get going here. Oilers get going on Wednesday, 7 o'clock versus the uh, Winnipeg Jets. That would be game one. So schedules are out. Playoffs kick off this Saturday. It'll be Boston, Washington at 5.15. The first game, of course, the Oilers play on Saturday at 1.30. Close out their regular season. We'll see uh, what the lineup looks like. I know Dave Tippett keeps saying that he's going to go with he's going to go with uh, <laughs> all his guys as, as, as far as they, uh, because as they keep saying they want to play. So he's not going to sit them. I wouldn't play. Why even risk something uh, hap- wrong happening? But that's just me. The Oilers are coming off another 4-3 win last Last night, Dominic Cahoon with the OT winner, but it was one of those games where if you dozed off, I didn't blame you. But yeah, playoffs are set. We are ready to go. One more regular season game for the Edmonton Oilers, and why not? Let's get to who's sizzling for last night's game. I'll go with Dominic Cahoon. He's playing a lot better since he's been bumped up to that line with McDavid and Mr. Jesse Pugliarvi. It was it was weird seeing him out there with uh, the, <laughs> with Leon Dreisaitl to start overtime, but 27 seconds in. It worked. Barry with a great pass. Actually, I shouldn't say it's probably a terrible pass by Barry, but Leon was able to cradle it, and uh, he finds Dominic Cahoon, finishes it. So Dominic Cahoon, I think for the first time, maybe the second time, gets my who's sizzling. Who's sizzling on this night? I'm going to go Caleb Jones. What a whiff. I still don't know what happened. I haven't watched the replay, um, but yeah, I had the puck on the stick, and he just, I don't know if it popped over his stick, or he just lost control of it. That led to the tying goals. Caleb Jones struggling there. I'll say this, I think if Chris Russell is ready to go for game one, he will play ahead of uh, Mr. Caleb Jones. And let's get to the game cliche, and my guy sent me this. Yeah, you know. What? Yeah, you know. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking about there because this game was just like, ugh, why are we watching this? Yeah, they won, which is always great. But yeah, not the, uh, oh, not uh, these games kind of suck, don't they? Cliche. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why are we watching this stuff? Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, Rob Conway was excellent from SiriusXM NHL. Tyson Berry stuff to open it up. I mean, it is what it is. He probably has priced himself up, but let's just enjoy it. He's part of the Edmonton Oilers and we're sitting here complaining like it's it's ridiculous and nonetheless Oilers get ready let me know what you think of Tyson Berry let me know of uh, what you think of the series well how many games and all that and uh, there is back to back there is one back to back and Iwanek and I had the discussion yesterday where we were like do you go with Smith Koskinen I want to hear from you I'm going to put it up on, on the Lockdown Oilers podcast Twitter and uh, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens there that's going to be definitely definitely interesting hit me up on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Lockdown Oilers download and subscribe on your favorite app for all the latest episodes for my producer Juanito and the Locked On Orders podcast. I am Hernan the Man talking Los Petroleros. Enjoy the rest of your day. Chat tomorrow.
everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.